1: Welcome aboard National Football Show. It's your boy, Big Seals, here on this Football Monday. Football's funny, isn't it? When you think you know the direction of an organization or a football team, you got to remember that you have to go out and play 60 minutes of football. Right? Focus. Determination. Not looking ahead. Staying patient. That's what pro football and football is all about. Patience. We saw that in the Ohio State-Michigan game. On Saturday, we also saw that in the Iron Bowl, where Alabama came back. And by the way, Bryce Young is your Heisman Trophy winner. Patience with those coaches played a factor in them winning enormous rivalry games. I saw a lot in the NFL this past Sunday, and I'll say this to you too as well. There is no question, if you think you're going to show up on any given Sunday and you think you're going to go out there and win a ball game because you're in a hot streak or what have you, you got to go out and play 60 like I said. That takes me to the Eagles now. They drop it to the Giants at the Meadowlands, 13-7. to I know it's easy for us to sit here on this Football Monday and go like this. Jalen sucks. Situational play calling sucked. That Jalen Rager kid, he is awful. That's a fact, and that has to be addressed. Okay? Has to be addressed. But I'm going to tell you about the good, the bad, and the ugly here. I'm going to steal a Clint Eastwood movie title. Here's the good. I think the defense played exceptional. When you can hold a National Football League team to 264 total yards, you had a massive day in the league. When you can hold an NFL team at home to 13 points, that is an exceptional day. When you can hold a football team to 70 yards rushing, that's a good day. Okay? That's a great day. The Philadelphia Eagles, for a divisional opponent like the Giants, had an exceptional day. That was an A-plus performance. By the Philadelphia Eagle defense. Jonathan Gannon, he gets a game ball from Big Sills. Hold the team to 13 points and under 300 yards in total offense. Hold the team to 70 yards rushing and you lose? Jeez, oh man. That is one whale of a performance. Now the bad. Passing game has to get better. Let me make a point to you about Tom Brady, okay? Doesn't Tom Brady look like a completely different quarterback when he has Gronkowski on the field? I mean, he's a completely different quarterback. If Gronk is not on that field against that Indianapolis Colts team on Sunday, the Buccaneers lose. Dallas Goddard, I think, had one catch for no yards. Why are you targeting Jalen Rager eight times in a game? He sucks. You just signed this guy, Dallas Goddard, to a contract extension. Make him a viable part of that game. Make him – he's got to be a viable part of that offensive attack along with the running game. Okay? Passing game for Jalen was atrocious. Can't get around it. However, his play to that game and to that 60 minutes of football, you're going to be able to get me to evaluate you for all 17 games. Guys, don't fall into the trap of social media or sports media where you look at 60 minutes of football and it's the end all. It's not. Was it a suck-ass game to lose? Absolutely. Were you on a roll to maybe get into a spot where you could threaten the Cowboys a little bit in the East? Yes. Did you lay an egg? Yes. But don't let one loss affect two losses. Got your head down right now. Giants, big rival game. Don't let the, soup, don't let the sorry-ass, stupid-ass Jets beat you. Don't let it happen. And now the ugly. How do you have 200 yards rushing and you lose a ball game? Four turnovers, obviously. Well, dude, if you see the turnovers and Jalen is what we said would happen, that the Giants would play that umbrella defense and keep everything underneath, why don't you run the fucking ball every single down? I don't care if you have 70 carries run that thing i've never in my life seen a team in the nfl run the ball for 6.3 yards of freaking carry 200 yards on the ground and you lose and you lose you're still in the game because of the running attack jordan Mulata was amazing in that game he must have had seven or eight pancakes Jesus, criminy, man. Is it Jalen or was it Nick? I think it's both, actually. I think it's both. You have got to understand who you are. That was a game where I saw a quarterback and a head coach lose their patience. So if you're going to put blame on you put blame on execution for Jalen, but situational play calling, again from Nick, also played a factor. Guys, follow me here. 6.3 yards a carry. Do you understand every time you run the ball, every two times you run the ball, you got a first down. What are you doing? Even if you're third and eight, run it. Because there were only 10 series in that game. There were only 10 series apiece. Each team got the ball 10 times. Guys, you've got to know situational play calling. Situational play calling. They lost their patience. Okay, so they have got to understand again, those divisional games, dude, did you see what the Giants did? They played that umbrella defense, like I said on Friday, they were going to. And the Eagles fell right into the trap. Why didn't you run the ball? Jesus driving I mean, you think the Giants, look at this. You think the Giants are sitting there in their team meeting room right now going like this? Watch. Well, you know, we held them to seven points. That's really good. They did have 332 yards of total offense. They did run the ball for 6.3 yards of carry and 208 yards. You think they're thinking, wow, we had a really stellar day? Or are you thinking that they got ran over? And, gee, thank you very much, Philadelphia. He turned the ball over four times. Played right into it. Jalen, 14 of 31, 129, three picks and a 17.3 QBR rating. He should thank his lucky stars that Cam Newton played because Cam had one of the worst QBRs in the history of that statistic. He ran the ball 77 yards. I believe he was the Eagles' leading rusher. They got out of their identity a little bit. It was poorly conceived. It, it was almost like, you know, why did you get away from the running game so fast? And they're like Sills, they had 33 carries. They should have had 53 carries. If they had 50 carries in that game, they win it. I, I don't know. Just come down from the front office or something. All right. As you guys know what we do here, okay, we, 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 we set the table for you. And you being the people that jump aboard with us, you guys know that we're going to go back and forth. I got a ton of stuff here, too, as I do every day. And we get your thoughts. Gary Cobb from Fox 29 will join us at the bottom of the hour. We'll also get his thoughts on Lincoln Riley accepting The USC offer to become the new head football coach of the Trojans. And he being a former Trojan himself, we'll ask his thoughts on that. Obviously a lot in the Eagles, some NFL stuff, but we'll get his thoughts. That'll be at the bottom of the hour. Who do you blame for this loss here? And it was a critical loss. It really was. It really was an absolutely incredible meltdown there in the Meadowlands. Jeremiah says, I'm not blaming the front office at this point. They've committed their sins. Chalk it up Sports Philly. I feel Sirianni and these Eagles were too eager to embarrass the Giants, got a little bit ahead of themselves. It just wasn't constructed. Chalk it up Sports Philly. It just wasn't a well-constructed situational play-calling game for them. You know what I mean? It just wasn't. Matt P says Sirianni, Jalen, and Rieger. Smile says Hurts is to blame. He accepted the blame, too. Unlike when you listen to that crybaby in Cleveland, Baker Mayfield, I'm sure he'll come up with some other wuss-ass excuse this week. Yeah, you know, I've got COVID on the brain or something. I don't know. What's the thing? COVID toe? Okay. He'll... He'll blame it on COVID or something. I don't know. He's got to because he's an excuse machine. East Candom says Howie needs to freaking go. Dude, this has got nothing to do with Howie. This has got nothing to do with Howie. Nothing to do with Howie Roseman. That was coaching and players. Okay? They were the better team and it got beat. It's the worst comment that a sports dude like myself can ever make because it diminishes the effort that the Giants put into that to win. And I don't mean to. Those games are hard enough to win. But it's a true statement. We know it, and everyone else knows it. The Eagles going into that game had a better roster, but they played right into the Giants' strengths. Joey B., appreciate you coming aboard. Deion Walker, Devontae Smith, was pissed that he didn't get the ball on the last play. Deion, how do you target that Rager kid eight times and you barely target Devontae Smith in the game? What are you thinking about? Why would you throw it to a guy whose hands are suspect? Every guy in the huddle and on the sidelines knows it. And I would even say this. Even some of the coaches are starting to figure it out. This guy can't play. Easy Money says, million percent on Hurts. Run, 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 opens up everything Robert is so right. Matt says, bench Rieger. Dude, it's a 53-man roster, Matt. It's not like college where you have 85 guys. You got to play your dudes in the NFL. That's what Chip Kelly found out. You can't just take a dude off, sit his ass down, and he's not productive and you're paying him. How do you justify that with your owner? There's all kinds of other intangibles that you have to play into sitting a player in the NFL compared to college. In college, I got a thousand guys on my roster. Sit your ass down. I got 10 other first rounders if I'm Alabama. LSU, or some of these other giant programs. Okay, when you're in the NFL, you got 53 dudes, man, that you got to pick from that you've got to set out there. And when you have a guy on a roster, you got to play his ass. Ain't no sitting him. Cut that boy's check. Send him back, and Eastside Monster says. Formerly known as JoJo says, play Ward Jr. Ain't happening. Ain't happening. Tone Rich says, I think our first fifteen script is based on pass, which is why they started to slow. You guys are a running team. Absolutely, Tone. Why are you throwing the ball at any time to open up a game? Ugh. Man. Why Why did you re-sign Dollar- Dallas Goddard, if you're not going to make him a major part of your offense. You know, I watched that game, like I said. I watched the Bucs and the Colts game. Gronk is such a luxury for Tom Brady. It's It's his top target. It's not Mike Evans. It's not Goodwin. It's not any of those dudes. It is clearly Gronk. When Gronk's on that field, the Buccaneers are the favorites to win the Super Bowl. I don't give a shit what they say about the Packers. Buccaneers have already taken out Green Bay in Green Bay. They flinched. They flinched last year in the NFC Championship game. Bucks aren't flinching. Well, Dan, the Packers are playing the best football. Okay. Well, let's see what happens in the NFC Championship game where Aaron Rodgers is one and four. Carlos says, what about the U, Dan? We're going to get into all that, man. We got a whole bunch, Michigan, Ohio State. Lick and Riley to Southern Cal. Obviously a lot here with this Eagle team. Jeff says, Goddard was doubled all game. Hey, Xander, put that up. Goddard was doubled all game. Well, Jeff, if you're running the fucking ball at 6.3 yards a carry, 33 carries, I'm not hollering at you too, brother. I'm just frustrated. How does that not become open later in the ball game if you're making a commitment to running the ball? You are not a Kansas City Chiefs offense. You are more in line with the Tennessee Titans. You're more in line with the Colts. Run it. Run it. Eastside Monster says Cardinals, Colts, and Pats are playing the best ball. Man, I'll tell you what. Who would have thought this? By the way, can I say this? Can I say this, guys? Are you ready? Patriots are the best team in the AFC. Gee, that didn't take long. Guy goes out and spends $300 million this offseason in free agent contracts. Puts them on the Patriots. Signs and drafts a rookie out of Alabama. They're the best team. I think they're on a six-game winning streak in the AFC. Bill Belichick may actually win the NFL Coach of the Year Award. That's how good his teams are playing. Timothy says, Rager is lazy. He is lazy as all get-up. Do fight back for that interception for your quarterback if it's underthrown. Fight, man. That guy does not fight. What a wussy, man. Good night. Okay? Good night. Hey, guys, do me a favor. Last week, you annihilated the the like button. Please, do me a favor. Hit that like button. Please hit it, man. Thank you so much. I forgot. Xander just reminded me. Please hit it, man. You guys, last week, I think with the, um, with the Merrill Reese interviewer and with that show, I think we went over 500 or something like that. It was really dope. Thank you. you. guys are awesome, man. Please hit it. By the way, don't forget Gary Cobb at the bottom of the hour here. Yeah, dudes. The Philadelphia Eagles, you know what their first 15 plays should be? Run, run, run. RPO. Run, 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 RPO. Run, 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 RPO. R, run, 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 RPO. Did I actually hear also, like Sirianni say, that the Giants were kind of like doing a great job in the second half of stopping the run? 6'3", a carry? Sorry, dude. I'm not subscribing to that excuse. Bobby Murphy says Jalen hands a stone rigger. Great nickname. Yes, absolutely. Quite an insult to Roberto Durano. Joey, we'll get into all the hires and such. This is an interesting comment here. I think this is a great topic here. They are who we thought we were. Are the Eagles back to square one, you think, at quarterback search? You Are the Eagles back to square one? Do you think that the Philadelphia Eagles right now, after what you saw against the New York Giants, do you believe they're back to square one? I'm going to take some time to think about that for a second. I'm going to ask Gary Cobb that question, too. Tone Rich says, we had 100 yards rushing in the third quarter. Should have done that all day long. Absolutely. Timothy Walker says, yes, we're back in the quarterback sweepstakes. Free agent or in the draft. T. Lewis Birdgang says, the coverage took away Dallas Goddard, Devontae, and all the rest of the receivers. Then not run the damn thing. Mateo says, this is a long season. If we start over now, it would be a disaster. Amen, I agree. Fly, if Hurts' worst game is 21 points, I'll take it. Joey B, Eagles back to square one. Ewing, no, Sills. Hertz put us in the position to win. He did. By the way, guys, they didn't get blown out. And I know it's not a good Giants team. Okay? I know it's not a good Giants team. There are some components on that team. K Music says, no, we're not back in the quarterback sweepstakes yet. Taco says, I think we are. This game was an opportunity for Hertz to make a statement wait a minute, guys, don't you think Jalen Hurts has done enough to warrant an opportunity to at least get our true evaluation at the end of week 17 or game 17? Hasn't he earned that? He has with me. I am going to objectively look at Jalen Hurts after week 18, the 17th game of the year. Then we can make more of an assessment don't be, don't, don't fall into the line of the sports media where everything is, the world is falling in, okay? I'm going to give you my thoughts on that if they're back in the sweepstakes here. I kind of just buried the lead there a little bit. Gary Cobb's also going to join us. If you have any questions for Gary, I may read one of them to him like we did last week. So please do that. By the way, please hit that like button again. We so appreciate it, guys. You guys were spectacular and sensational last week. Thank you so much. Gary Cobb, Fox 29. His thoughts on what he saw at the Meadowlands. We'll get his conversation next. You keep it right here on the National Football Show.
5: Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia.
6: On the field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. On three. One, two, three. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
7: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
2: At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the
3: world's best rocks glass. Free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half?
4: You could say that
1: Welcome back National Football Show Dan Silio You know I was Yeah, I I will say this. If Russell Wilson is the quarterback of this Philadelphia Eagles team, they're 12-5. and This is no shade on Jalen. We're breaking in a brand-new quarterback. That's his 16th start yesterday. Hey, Russell Wilson has had turd games himself. Okay? I mean, he has. All right, guys. Listen. I told you, if there's any questions, maybe you want to throw at Gary Cobb, but there is no question. There was a lot of anticipation for this football game, and there was a lot of excitement for this football game. And the Eagles go to the Meadowlands and absolutely lay an egg. And our friend Gary Cobb from Fox 29 in Philadelphia is joining us now, as he always does. We'll ask him at the back end of this about Lincoln Riley taking that USC job at his alma mater. But please do me a favor. Also, please like the show. And share it a little bit later on. I'm sure Gary's got some comments and I'll start it out with you, Gary here. Um, what happened in New York and at the Meadowlands for the Giants or for the uh, Eagles, in your opinion?
8: Well, you know, I, I thought that um, first of all, I, I didn't think that they had a good game plan. Um, it really wasn't for this team. Uh, it was for a team with a veteran quarterback who's played a lot. Look, you know, Jalen Hurts, he's, what is it? It's his 16th game or whatever it was. And they want to come out and start throwing the ball. They, You've had success running the ball. Like, <laughs> why are you changing anything? You just ran the ball down the throats. Uh, the number one run defense in the NFL. And what do you do? You're going to come out and change. And. I'll tell you, you know, um, coach. He really needs to, you know, take a look at himself because I know he was a receivers coach, and you know, his passion was designing pass plays, and nothing got him going more than, you know, seeing a passing game come together. And but, but that's not what you have. You've got an outstanding offensive of line, young kids. That want to fire off on people. They don't want to pass block. So, why are you going to change anything when you had all this success? You're running the ball better than anybody in the NFL. And really, you can see the reason why. One of the reasons clearly is the legs of Jalen Hurts, his legs. And, you know, everybody underestimates his speed. They let him get around the corner every week. You know, they come in and, and, you know, everybody in the meeting room, you know, you know, you know how you sit in that meeting room. Okay, you ends. Hey, <laughs> don't let this kid get outside of you, okay? Okay, coach. <laughs> okay, coach. But then he gets outside every time. But, you know, the strength of his game is a lot of it is his legs. He's got young legs. Don't, you know, why are you going to try to break things that weren't broken? Why, I mean, why are you going to change things that weren't broken? You're, run, you're killing people, and then you do them a favor. Well, you know what? We, we got a great idea. We're going to throw more this week. What are you doing? And, and you still gained 200 yards on the ground, but, but you really should have just kept the ball on the ground. It, it didn't have to be that hard. I mean, what are you doing? It's it just, uh, I, I think the coach, what happened is he reverted back to assistant coach he was. And yeah, with a with an experienced group, with some seasoned wide receivers, which they don't have. Come on, how many good wide receivers do they have? They don't have, you got you got Smith, really? You got Goddard, who's pretty good tight end. These guys are not seasoned. Even a kid who's a talented kid in Quez Watkins, this kid is talented. Kid is not seasoned. hes You can't rely on that. So you rely on your running game. You basically come in, and this is the way they should have an attitude. We're running the ball on people. We don't care what they get in. They can put 20 people up at the line of scrimmage. We're still running the ball on these guys. And we will throw the ball some, but we are a running football team. Come on. It is not. I mean, really, he he needs to be taken out a horse whip for screwing up that game like that because it's not that hard. They've already shown what they really are. Their strength of their game is that offensive line, letting those guys fire out, and, and, and nobody can stop them from running the ball. And also, you know, you want to give Jalen some options where he can take the ball and, and keep it and, you know, and what they've been doing. I mean, like, come on, man. You run up and down the field of New Orleans and you go out like, you sit there at home. Honey, I got an idea. You know, we've run the ball real well the last four weeks, but I think we'll throw it this week and, 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 and
1: trick them. How's that? She should have reached across the table and slapped him. <laughs> Gary, let me just throw the, Here, 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 here. 33 carries, 208, 6.3 yards a carry. <laughs> 6.3 yards of carry, and you're throwing the football. And I'm like, this it was situational play calling, in yeah. my opinion, Gary. That I mean, they ran the ball 33 times, but in situations like first down, dude, if this is me and I got that old line and I got what Mulata's doing to that giant, I'm running the ball two times in a row, no matter what. No matter what, what, what's Dallas? You know what? I watched Tom Brady play, Gary, um, over the weekend against the Colts, and I see what he means to Tom Brady. Instead of getting Jalen Rager, who sucks, involved in the game yeah. and trying to develop Devontae, get that relationship going with that tight end. Look at the tight end play in the NFL. Come Kittle on. Kittle in San Francisco. Yep. Mahomes and Kelsey in Kansas City. Yep. Gronk and Brady down in Tampa. When That's you've right. got a guy, right. hell, even went when he had Zach Ertz, man. Yep. When you have that guy on the seam, it's impossible. Why are they not implementing and using him where He had one target for no yards. It, it makes no sense because they, they're they a running football
8: team. The tight end, look, once you get that running game going, I'll tell you this as for experience. When you, you're a linebacker, you're thinking about that running game when they go run fake, the last thing you're thinking about is that tight end. You, uh, coach, i going like, uh, you know, you got to cover that tight end too. Coach, look at that run fake they got at me. I can't, I can't do all of that, you know? And, and you know, so that's how the tight end goes right along with a good running game. And when you start running and imposing your will on the other team, and that's what they have been doing. Look at. The New Orleans broke. Their defense broke. Yeah, Because they were pounding them so hard. Why wouldn't you think you could do the same thing to the Giants? And then you got to realize, look, Jalen Hurts is best when he's throwing. The throwing is the second or third option, meaning that you've already run the ball and beat the guys up. Then you go play action. And he's throwing to wide open receivers. Why are you making this hard? where all of a sudden now you're going to go drop back pass without running the ball. You start off the game, you won't run the ball. I'm telling you. I wish I could have just reached out there with a hammer and just slapped
1: him. Wake you up, put man. this more on the coaching staff and the situational play calling. Yeah,
8: that's what, that's what it is. That was the biggest thing because you know that the team, this team is a running football team. That's where their strength of their game is. That's, I mean, really when they go on to where they're throwing the ball the whole time, yeah, they've gained some yardage and things, but the thing that's that's impre- been impressive about this offense this season has been their running game where you go like, whoa, what a, what a performance. What, that's their personality. Let them do what they do best. You've got a young quarterback why and, and, and come on he doesn't have a bevy of receivers to throw to he's not come on look at what uh brady's got down in in tampa all these seasoned receivers when he drops back he's are gonna got three guys open now which one of these guys i'm gonna throw to i got three guys open they don't have that when they run routes come on these guys are young players and you know and then you know what's so bad is then you get to the point where you're throwing the ball to that dog on I could have went over there and choked him. The- man, man, I'm just
1: just terrible. Gary, he doesn't. I mean, on some that one, I think it was the one pick when he did throw it in double coverage. Yeah, the guy didn't fight for the ball though, man. Come on, they let that guy come underneath him and didn't even try to do anything. He didn't try he- to go up and get the
8: ball at his highest point. Just waiting for him to intercept the ball and and just you know, come on, that's not the way you you fight. Come on, man. You know, and then if, if you're a quarterback, this guy here, man, he's not fighting for you. You know, if you want you want a quarterback to throw you the ball, when when he throws one that could be picked off, doggone, you chew that guy's ankle, neck off or whatever, you don't let him come down with that ball. That's the way you do, man. And uh, I, I just I, I don't like that kid, man. I you know, I, I'm just you know, and it's getting worse. I mean, I, I don't like them all year. I said, you know what? You got to admit when you make mistakes. You got to admit when you make mistakes and move on. You don't stay there forever.
1: Let that kid, that you need to go let that kid get some air. Get Let him get out of here, man. Absolutely, that man. That kid's not going to help you. you no, know, the Greyhound, but, let's get his ass to the Greyhound. Gary, let's go over to defense. If you yeah. were to say this about Jonathan Gannon, maybe since, I don't know, maybe since the Carolina game. You only surrender 13 points to a divisional opponent, which you know is very difficult to do. You only give up 264 yards of total offense, 194 yards in passing offense, and you hold that team to 70 yards rushing. I mean, I don't know about you, but if that's my group, I hang my hat and go like this. Hey, man, I'll tell you what. I brought my lunch pail today. How'd you think they played?
8: I, I thought they played well. You know, I thought they, that's what's so – so painful about this loss, man. It's come on. This you're not supposed to lose this game, man. Come on, they had to work to lose this game. They had to work because the Giants didn't want the game. They no. were trying to give them the game. Yeah, and they and they just wouldn't go ahead and take it. And uh, you know, uh, the the defense played well. I thought, um, you know, they did a good job uh, both against the run and the pass. But you know, you, you gotta score some points. I mean, this is the NFL. And and really that that touchdown that they scored, come on, that was the shakiest touchdown. That ball was on the oh, yeah. ground, man.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, I did too. So yeah, it, I, I did too. Hey, hey Gary, I think I think Slay and Hardgrave, I think those two guys are pro bowlers. Is that fair?
8: I, I think that I think that's very fair. I think that they played well uh most of the season. Uh they've clearly been the best players on this defense. And I think both of them are definitely a Pro Bowl bound, no doubt about it, because, uh, you know, Hargrave, even when he hasn't been getting sacks, he's been pressuring, causing other things. And um, he, he's just been had a st- he's had a good year to I be mean, the entire year. And, and the same for Slay, because even when Slay wasn't really making, you know, uh, picks. He was letting anybody throw at him, you know, and he was knocking balls down. So they both have been very consistent and. You know, you just hate to blow out. Just
1: give one away, right? Just give one away like that, right?
8: Just just give away. I mean, come on. The Giants stink, man. Come on. The Giants are not a good football team. You're not supposed to be losing to a a crappy team like that. And I got to admit, Saquon Barkley, he's stealing money, man. Maybe he's still hurt.
1: You know he. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Now, Gary, Gary, didn't you think that? Didn't you just go like this? I mean, like you said a couple uh, minutes ago. So they stop a team and they run the ball on a team that was only giving up 73 yards um, a game, and then they go against a defensive front that's 23rd in the NFL against the run, and they don't go to and they don't situationally keep running the ball. I mean, the 33 carries, they should have had 53 carries. They were it should have been this. 50. Hey, hey Gary, you, Gary, get this. Yep. Both teams had 10 series. That yep. should tell you, yep. okay? You're not going to get the ball a lot in a game like this. People are going to be running the ball. You need to be effective. When you do three and outs, they gave the Giants probably what? Five extra series? Yes, Because they, they went yes, three they and out? Yes, they
8: did. And, you know, this goes back. I'm telling you that I think this was because, you know, with Sirianni, and I know that, you know, um, wherever you learn the game and everything, he, he has a passion for throwing the ball. That's the way he got his job. He, he, he got in the NFL because of his knowledge of the passing game. So that's what really gets him going, you know. Uh, he, he, he loves to pass game. But come on, that's not the way this team is built. The strength of this team is not throwing the ball. That's not their strength. So you don't want to – I don't care what the other team is because you can't make the focus what the other team is, see? Because we clearly saw that against New Orleans. If they had looked at the other team, they'd say, well, we're surely not going to try to run the ball against these guys. We're just going to throw the ball every play. No. You come out, especially when you got young players, you let them do what they do best. And when you let um, Maialata and uh, – you know, uh, Lane Dickerson over there on that side, and and and, and uh, Jason Kelsey and and Lane Johnson, and uh, you know the kid Driscoll, uh, uh You know, you let all of them get going, man. They enjoy run blocking. Let them run block, and and let's get that you know that running game going. And then you know you the Giants would have probably they would have rolled over and quit, man. If they they'd have pounded them. Yeah, pounded if you would you know? if you
1: would have got a lead on them, Gary. I'm convinced that these that team because they had been beat up. They got beat up the previous Monday night by the yep. Buccaneers, and I'm with you. I think they would have laid over, but can a loss like that, Gary, against the Giants affect you in another game like the Jets coming up this weekend? If they can't, they've got to put this game behind them, right? They've you put got you got another one coming up here that you can right. win. That's right. You don't want to drop two to two, sorry ass teams. That's right. That's
8: right. So they they definitely want to put that behind them and and really think about what they're capable of, you know, Um, and they got to come out and they got to go after these guys and let them physically, you want to let that offensive line. It's like raw meat. Let them go out there and chew those guys up. Yep. They tell them we're going to, we're going to bust their head. We're coming at every one of them. And then you're, you're back to where this team was, which uh, there's something about, when you're running the ball down somebody's throat, man, it's not, you're just not only scoring points, but you're taking something out of them, man. Your will. And and, and, and that's what they have been doing. And you you don't want to get away from that. It's, it's not just, you know, um, getting up on the board, drawing up something special. When you're physically manhandling the other team, it's demoralizing. It's demoralizing. unless they got a whole lot of, a lot of fight in them, they start losing something and you come on new Orleans. They got a bunch of fighters in their front seven. Hey, they rolled over. You saw there at the end. You didn't, you didn't see anybody getting up with any fire, man. They had the ball run down their throat and it took something out of them. And it, it really helps the other side of the ball too, because you're just being physical with that other team. And when you have the ability to do it, do it. Let those guys, I mean, uh and, and I, I tell you, um, I think over time, you know, my lotta and Dickerson on that side, man, as young as they are, that's the biggest side, man. Whew, those some big boys. Upshaw well, and shell. Big guys like Upshaw and Shell. Yeah, that's right. Boy, you 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 hit it on the head there. Those guys, oh man, how many years did they do that to people?
1: Yeah. They went seen. up there,
8: man, and they they pounded guys. Yeah. And so when you have the ability to do that, especially right now, you got young, these guys are young. They can do that all day, man, and they like nothing better. Turn them loose, pound that ball, and then you 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 pick your t- you pick your times when you're going to throw the ball. You don't want to just come out and start leading with a passing game. It's not the strength of your football team. So Hopefully they don't, they don't
1: make that mistake again. Let me, in closing here, I got to get your take on, um, on USC hiring Lincoln Riley, your alma mater. He leaves Oklahoma, which nobody saw that coming. I mean, that is a massive program. And I think it shows you the massive brand that USC is when you could pull a guy like that out of a place like Oklahoma, where he's had really great success. Just your take on what it means to you that they got a big name and a really good coach. Well, it's an outstanding
8: move. I mean, I, you know, I, I have a you know a sports director over at at Fox twenty nine, uh, uh, you know, and Tom, um, for you know, he's a big Penn State guy. You know, that's what he is. He went to Penn State, so you know, he's always into Penn State. But he was concerned that we were going to get their coach, see, because that was the rumor. James for Till he signed and everything. So I was surprised. I mean, I can't say. I, I don't think they could have done much better. And and they did it in the darker night on the people, man. They went in there with, I guess.
1: Oh, nobody knew. What's that? Nobody knew. They parachuted in, got this kid. He's in L.A. right now, recruiting That's right. now. And, and 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 making it happen. By the way, Gary, as I leave yeah. you here, make yeah. sure you tell your news director or your sports director if he's a Penn State guy. Yeah, Stan will never like him as long as he lives because he's a PSU guy and they beat me <laughs> in the night of the championship game and the yeah. fest. <laughs> Not <I'm> kidding, man. All <laughs> good. Hey, Gary. Hey, th- you shouldn't have said that because he's gonna get something out of that, you know. What I'm <laughs> <laughs> Gary, thank you, brother. Appreciate it, my friend. All right, hey, have a good one. You got it, man, my friend Gary Cobb. All right, guys, do me a favor. Hit that like button. We come back. Are the Eagles back in the quarterback sweepstakes? We'll hit on that. You keep it right here on the National Football Show.
5: Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia.
6: On the field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you.
8: Free. One, two, three,
6: because one. Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
7: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
2: At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best
3: rocks glass. Free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half?
4: You... Could say that.
1: Welcome back, National Football Show, Dan Sawyer. Guys, do me a favor. Don't be like the other shitty fan bases out there. When you see something and all of a sudden you give up hope on something, you've got to have blind faith in this. Fans mean fanatic, okay? You got to be fanatical as a fan. Hell, I think some terms you got to be fanatical as a player. We have the same blind faith you do. We have to believe in coaches putting us in a proper position to win. We have to believe the system that we're in is going to be a system that we're going to succeed in. We have to believe that we're in a place where management is going to consistently put good players around us and good coaches around us. That's a belief system. They have that in New England. Like I said earlier, OG, the Patriots are the best team. And the AFC again. Monkey mind. Vow was drawn up before the New York game. A game plan that was given. To evaluate Rieger. That's what we got. Absolutely. Monkey mind. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Bro. That fucking kid sucks. And what I don't like about him. He doesn't. Fight There's no fight in him There's no killer in him Man East Canham says Can't have faith with Howie in the front office East Canham Can I please tell you this Okay Can I please tell you this On Sundays It's got nothing to do with Howie It's about coaching and players. Coaching and players. Okay? David says, I've been consistent with two things. From day one, I have always said Jordan Howard needs to be on the field, and I always dislike Jalen Rager. Facts. Jeff says, "Send Rager to the practice squad as punishment and bring up Hightower." Paul says, "Put Howie." Excuse me, but Howie made the call to target Rager. Uh, that's true. So, are you trying to tell me then that you don't think Nick Sirianni has the ability not to play him? Because that's a good. That's a good point. Why would I have Jalen Rager on my active roster on Sundays right now? I wouldn't. If I was the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, I wouldn't have him on my active roster. And for the record, I don't care. He's a first-rounder. The only reason he's on the active roster is because he was a high draft choice. It's the only reason. The only reason that no-hands Rager – is on the Eagles' active roster is because he's a high draft choice. You can't even do this. Well, he runs good routes. He's got great hands. He's great on special teams. You can't, say, you can't give me one positive that he does and adds to the team and adds to the betterment of the Eagles. You can't give me one. Okay? You can't give me one. The Eagles proved to you against the Giants they don't have the culture in the building yet. Okay? They don't have the culture in the building. The culture like you're trying to have is the culture that's in New England. Okay? Everybody buys into what's going on. And Gary Cobb is so right. Guys, it's not the fact that they ran the ball for 200 yards, 33 carries, 6'3". It's when they ran it. Why didn't you keep doing that all game long, you were within one score of winning. What made, What was the fundamental thing that you thought that was being shown to you by the Giants who were playing that umbrella? They were. They, you know what they basically did? Can I tell you? I just thought it right now. They go to Sirianni into those 31 attempts throwing the ball. And they knew inside of that 31 attempts that Jalen Hurts was going to make a mistake. They basically baited the head coach into those plays. Well, look at this thing. It's wide open. It must have looked so enticing from him on the sidelines. But just like Gary says, you don't have veteran-wide receivers like DK Metcalf or uh, people like Adams on the perimeter here. You don't have guys like that on your football team. You've got a lot of greenhorns out there, which means a lot of fresh meat, which means a lot of rookies. Fly says, who was Hertz throwing to on the second interception? Was it Rieger? Was, was Hertz told to force and feed it to him? Let me say this to you too, Fly. Dude, man, it's okay to punt in a 13-7 to game. You know what I mean? It's okay to punt. When you're in a 13-7 to game, you're in the game all the way down to the 10-second mark. You're still in that ball. You were in that ball game the entire football game. Ran the ball for 6.3 yards to carry on 33 attempts. You're only down six. What were you thinking? It was, and you saw the frustration on Gary's face when he was on a couple minutes ago, didn't you? They gave them that game. And guys, that's the shittiest thing that you could tell somebody is that you gave somebody an NFL game. It's rare you see somebody run the ball for 200 yards and you lose. That's terrible situational play calling. Man, when you watch New England, everything is meticulously done. Josh McDaniel is a hell of a play caller. You know, I got to tell you something. I question Nick Sirianni as a play caller. We all know this. Nick Sirianni wasn't calling plays in Indianapolis last year. It was Frank. Did you see Frank call that football game? Against the Buccaneers. That was a whale of a football game. Colts and Bucks, that was a whale of a game. I watched that thing. That thing was great. And Frank can call a game, man. He is one of the best play callers and designers of plays in the league today. And he's riding the ship with Carson Wentz. That's a six and five football team right now, but I'm gonna tell you something, man. That team's good. They're good. They can run it, and they can play some defense. And Wentz is protecting the ball. Man, that was a really great football game. And I'm I'm to believe that Nick Sirianni was the play caller when I'm watching the way that they go up and down the field. No way. I think the guy's a little suspect, in my opinion, because this is what happened. Watch this. To get back into the playoff mix, they, they, they went simple and they ran it. All of a sudden, the Giants and their defense, they, they, like, baited Nick Sirianni into throwing the ball. They basically baited him into it. Ron says he should have run the ball 50 times. Dude, absolutely. I'm with you, man. If they ran the – hey, Ron, if they ran the ball 50 times, they'd have won by two scores. They'd have won by two scores. Monkey mind, do me a favor, bro. Repost what you just wrote. Brother Hannibal looking like all three picks will be in the teens. Not good. Pena says, thoughts on upcoming Jets game. I think Salah will be studying yesterday's game closely. Yeah, but here, here's the thing with that Jets defense. I know they won this past weekend. A Jets defense has gotten worse since he's gotten there. You know, I, I, I think he's a good coach. I don't know yet. Okay? Man, dude, do, don't lose to both New York teams. Holy cow. Would that be a disaster for Jalen, for Sirianni, and everybody? Whew. Man, you can't drop one to the Jets. Riga says, we ran the ball for 200 yards without really trying. That's right, man. 6'5", a carry? Dude, how do you not keep running, man? Fly says, big Seals, I agree, run the ball. But when we need to air it out, air it out. Anthony says, a Jets loss is the definition of a catastrophe. Absolutely. From a GM's perspective, monkey mind. They have to see what they have. We know we have Goddard. Oh God, I could not. one target, no yards, one catch. We know we have who we. We know who we are. The questions are Rieger and Hertz passing. Have to try it during games. I, yeah, but monkey mind. Do me a favor. Try it. When you've given yourself an opportunity at success, okay? Third and short, not third and eight, not third and seven. That's a catastrophe written all over it. You want to run, you want to, I, hey, and by the way, I don't care if they know we're running the ball on first and second down. You know, that's the one difference between Nick Sirianni and Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel will never come out of not who he is. He's still running the ball, by the way. He knows Tannehill can't win ball games for him. And he's still trying to run the ball. And he's going to let the chips fall where they will because that's who the Titans are. All right, I got to take a timeout. We're going to reset. Hey, guys, awesome first hour. Please do me a favor. Hit that like button. And I want to get into what we saw also on Sunday. And Saturday, there were some really great college football games on Saturday and Sunday. Lincoln Riley takes the Southern Cal job. I don't think he's going to succeed. And I'm going to tell you why I don't think he succeeds. Um, Are the Eagles back in the sweepstakes for a quarterback? Would you want a veteran quarterback in like Russell Wilson? We'll hit on that. Please like the show. Hour two coming up. You keep it right here on the National Football Show.
5: Messon Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia.
6: On the field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you.
8: On three. One, two, three. Because
6: Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
7: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
2: At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks
4: glass. Free.
3: You're telling me that bottle is cut in half?
4: You could say that
1: Our 2 National Football Show your boy Dan Cilio Hope everybody had a spectacular Thanksgiving weekend How could you not, right? College football on Saturday, all those rivalry games, then the NFL games on Sunday, Eagles and Giants, and really some telling football games. And we're starting to see who the best teams in the National Football League are. Okay? Do we agree that the Buccaneers and Packers are the two best teams in the NFC? AFC? I'd like to say the Titans when they have Derrick Henry. But I'm going to say the Patriots. Patriots in the field. I don't know, right? Pats have six straight victories. Bill Belichick potentially win the NFL Coach of the Year Award. I said this in the last hour. Jesus, man, that didn't take long. Hey, guys, hour two, please do me a favor. Like the show. You guys killed it in the first hour. You guys are killing it. I can't tell you how I appreciate that, man. I mean, really, thank you so much. I'm going to get to your spin here in a second. And we'll get back into... You know, moving forward here. Listen, you can't have a nuclear meltdown on Jalen Hurts here. You, wait a minute. You can on his play, but you can't yet on the evaluation. I'm going to tell you why here in a second. But I, I want to hit on Lincoln Riley going to Southern Cal and why I think it's going to be a colossal failure. I talked to Krause Jr. prior to going on the air, and he thinks it's going to be a grand slam. Well, here, here here's how I look at it. I look at it like this. So you left Oklahoma because you knew you were going to the Southeastern Conference and you didn't want to be second fiddle to Nick Saban. As long as Saban's at Alabama, everybody's on the hot seat, including Kirby Smart. Kirby Smart ain't won shit yet. Okay? He ain't won anything. You know, he keep telling me how good a recruiter is. Well, you got to win something. You got to win something. You know, there were, until Nick... Uh, ended up retiring Ed Ogeron, who, by the way, got a victory on Saturday against the guy who the current AD wants as the head coach of LSU, Jimbo Fisher. He beat Texas A&M. There are only five active NF – excuse me, only five NCAA national championship coaches. Everyone assumes that that thing is easy to to accomplish. It's not. There's only five active college football head coaches – that are national champions. Now there's four. You think that's easy? Here's why Riley doesn't make it. So you go to a lesser conference. You got 1030 games on the East Coast. If you're a five-star kid sitting in Ohio, or you're sitting in Pennsylvania, or you're sitting in Florida, hell, that for that matter, even Texas. I get a 1030 game. In a lesser conference, who do I have to beat in the Pac-12? UCLA and Oregon? Who are the rest of those meet programs? When I play and I'm a five-star kid, and I play in the Southeastern Conference, I'm playing Bama, Ole Miss, Georgia, LSU, AM, Tennessee, Kentucky, Soon, Texas, Oklahoma. That's my. That's my regular season schedule? Really? Sounds like I'm playing an NFL schedule, which means eyeballs are on me. Which means because now with the new nil, you mean I'm going to be on national television every week in front of 100,000 fans? Why would I go play at Utah? Oh, it's Southern Cal. I don't care. That's good for the coach. So there's a kid in Los Angeles right now. He's going to be playing 1030 games at night. Congratulations to you. No one will watch you. Ask Kristen McCaffrey how that went. That conference isn't good enough. And plus, Riley took the least resistance route. Well, I don't have to go to the SEC now because my Oklahoma team would be seven wins at best in that conference. And he'd probably be fired. So you got your guy. Congratulations. You think you're out recruiting Nick Saban or Kirby Smart or any of those other SEC teams? (laughs) You're out of your mind. You're not even going to be able to out-recruit Jim Harbaugh and Ryan Day in the Big Ten. You're not going to keep kids in L.A. SC because Lincoln Riley went there. Hey, and for the record, Lincoln Riley did what? He hasn't done jack shit in the playoffs. He's 0 3 and smoked every time. This guy's like Brian Kelly in the postseason. Why would I think he's gonna go to USC and turn that thing? Hey, he'll probably turn it around. They'll win 10 games. Then he'll get they'll be the Notre Dame version West. Pretend they get into the playoffs, they'll get killed. But you think Clemson's gonna be down? Highly doubtful. We'll see. You come back and kick me in the teeth if I'm wrong. Lincoln Riley will bomb, just like Lane Kiffin, just like Clay Helton did. It's just like all the – remember this, Steve Sarkeesian. Steve Sarkeesian's the head coach of Texas. Lane Kiffin failed at USC also. He's the head coach of Ole Miss now. All good. We'll see. (laughs) We'll, We'll see. USC back because they got a coach who hasn't won shit yet. I don't know how you see that. I mean, look, I mean, I mean, if this guy was a national champion coach, hey, and Bob Stoops won the national championship in his first or second year at Oklahoma. Yeah, they weren't his guys. And once he had to start recruiting, guess what happened? They were kind of decent. They were never great and never in the national championship picture. And when they were, they got killed. Yeah. Those were not Stoops' players. That he won the title with. Hey, and also, one last thing. If you play defense, Bob Stoops has not shown you one lick of defense in his time in Norman. Why would I go to USC? If I'm a defensive player, why would I go to USC? He has no emphasis on it. Let's move on. Good luck, man, with Lincoln Riley. (laughs) Good luck to you. All right. So obviously, everyone is now this. They're, they're like this, Sells. Oh, my God. Jalen Hurts sucks. 60 minutes of the worst football. Okay. It was an awful football game. But guys, I ask you this. Hasn't Jalen at least done one thing here? Has he not done this? Made it so that you're going to give him the year and the 17 games before you make a decision? Was this game brutal? Yes. Does this go into suck column? Yes. All the things that you want to say? Yes. But we. What, how about this? Let me ask you this here. And let's be fair on the evaluation. How has Jalen Hurts played in the last five games? I'll wait. Yeah, hey, hey um, Trevor, I thought it was one of the worst situational game plans I've seen. Giants play an umbrella defense, and what do they do? They throw the ball. They baited them into doing it. They baited them into doing it. Why didn't they just run the ball? 6.3 yards a carry, 33 carries. You had over 200 yards rushing, and you got away from your strength. I don't understand it. Nick says pretty good. Riga says Average. Fly says Hertz had the best QBR in the last five games. Matt P says Eagles claim Hertz has an ankle injury and could miss this week. Oh, can't have that. Daryl Man says the season is over, folks. Eagles will lose one or two games to Washington. Count on it, Daryl. You think the season's over? Really? I think the Dallas Cowboys lose to the Saints on Thursday night. Is their season over? You watch the Saints beat them. Watch the Saints beat them, and then you're going to do this. Jesus Christ, that Giants loss now sucks ten times worse. Ski says, Hurts knows he played like shit. He said it after the game. Hurts and the Eagles will beat the Jets. Matt Hatter, man, they can't be trap games when you do one thing great. Hey, Hey, Carlos, I used to think Rich Kotai sucked until I looked at his record with the Eagles. He didn't have an underwater record with you guys. He actually had a couple 11-win seasons. My God, right now, I would die for an 11-win season. Trevor says Ian Book would be better than Tyson Hill for the Saints. Man, I don't get that. Signed a guy to a $95 million contract, and this guy's got less than 200 attempts in his entire professional career. I don't know what Sean Payton sees in that guy. Okay? I I just don't know what he sees in that guy. I don't. I mean, I I, I just – but this Jalen Rager, eight? targets, the drops, how is Devontae Smith not your number one target, man? Dallas Goddard, one catch, no yards. What in the world are you doing? I mean, then you watch a team, watch this, and when you put up stats like this, you got the makings of a football team that could resemble the Patriots. Run the ball, play great defense. Like I said in the last hour here, Giants were held to 13 points, 264 in total yards, 70 rushing. How did they even stay in it? Oh, that's right, the four turnovers. Because you were throwing it. Throwing it. Why were you throwing the ball? Some would go, Sills, we got it. No, you don't. This isn't the JV League. Well, let's try something. Eventually, the guy's got to win a game. Fuck that. Run it. Do you see Jordan Mulata face-planning dudes in the middle of that field? Do you see him face-planning? Then we throw the ball and we get a pick. Brian Baldinger and I were texting one another. While the game was going on, I'm going, what in the hell are they doing? It, I'll tell you this. As a football guy, I guarantee you, tomorrow on the middle, ask Barrett Brooks what he thinks. That's a frustrating game. The, even Gary Cobb in the last hour, it was frustrating. It was frustrating. Brother Hannibal, stop bringing Howie up. Just stop bringing Howie up. Howie had nothing to do with this game. Okay. And some are going to go like this. Well, Rager was on the uh, the, uh, active roster. Okay. And Sirianni has to play him because those are the guys you're given to play. So if you want to say how he was involved in having a guy like that, how about that catch Watkins made down the sidelines? I was like this. You got to get that guy more looks, more targets. That was a spectacular catch down the sideline. He fought for it, everything. Big Chris says, Baldy can't text with that finger. You mean the one that goes sideways like this one? (laughs) You mean like this? Like, right? That side one? We all got those fingers, brother. Smile says, and the half interception was frustrating. Oh, my God, was it not. Dude, run run it, run it. Hey, guys, let me ask you something. And know this. I know running the ball. How many times do you guys like going to, like when Krause Sr. and my boy uh, Jr. all have like a party, a draft party, and you guys are all draft ready, and you guys are ready to see. How many times have you done this? And the Philadelphia Eagles take an offensive tackle that I've never heard of before in my entire life. Because the people in Philadelphia don't know shit about college football. Hey, man, is this a good pick? What is this, an offensive lineman? What are we doing? Nobody likes that. Nobody likes watching a football team run the ball 50 times either. See, in today's ownership eyes, they don't think that sells. They think home runs sell, not two-to-one well-pitched ball games. Okay? They want games 8-7. Home runs, prop bets, fans going to concession stands, a lot of offense. NFL loves offense. But sometimes you're built differently. It's just the law of the draft. Look at Tennessee. Don't you think they want to have Steve McNair offense or somebody like Peyton Manning or Tom Brady? You know, not everybody can have a Ferrari in their garage. So what you do is you figure out a way to make your car look like the very best car on the lot. And hopefully, what happens in that process, the Ferrari breaks down your car because it's durable, reliable. Continues the race. Remember, it's a war of attrition race, the NFL. Look at the Rams at the beginning of the year, guy. Look at the Rams. Everyone, now they're, they're considered a soft football team. They got four consecutive losses, and they're getting smashed off the field. The Packers beat the hell out of them with three of their top-line guys out. Aaron Rodgers, according to the haters out there and the Corona pimps, he's your MVP again, like it or not. Mr. Non-Vaccination in Corona-Toe is your MVP again. I know that kills people, but that fucker's going to win the MVP again. This team's the best team, along with the Bucs, in the NFL right now. Get over it. Not everybody has guys like that. Not everybody has guys like that. So you build your team accordingly. And their team is built around that dynamic offensive line. Guys, these stats here, and I'm going to circle them, are the most frustrating stats that you can have. And here's what I circled. Okay, I circled these two stats. Philly running the ball 33 times for 208, 6-3 a carry, and you held the New York Giants to 70 yards rushing. That's dominating. That's dominating your opponent. Do you know what also that tells you? Your defensive front and your O-line are back to 17. Why do you get out of doing... Uh, Here, if Frank Wright was the offensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles, you think they would have threw the ball 31 times? What was it last week? Didn't Wentz throw for only, like, 102 yards? Frank Reich as the head coach of the Eagles. Just saying. Just saying. Dude. You can't lose. It's really frustrating to talk to you guys today. Not, not you, but it's, it's, it's frustrating to talk about a game like this. Because you beat them up. You pounded them. You slapped them around. And you didn't get the payoff for it. Because you were dicking around doing other things. It, that, that to me... Okay, that to me is what you're not looking for with your coach. Sirianni, in my opinion, cost the Eagles that football game. His situational play calling cost him that game. And a chance, guys, if, if that Dallas Cowboy team drops it to the Saints, you're going you're gonna to kill yourself because they didn't do what they do best. The Giants are terrible. How can you be 22nd in the NFL in rushing defense, okay? How can you be 22nd in rushing defense? You run for 200 yards on them, and you don't win the game? And you win against the number one run-stopping defense in the Saints who gave up 73 yards a game, and you beat the piss out of them. Mbd Sirianni is so confused to me. He goes from totally clueless play caller to establishing an identity to clueless again. That's ex- there's no other way not to look at it. On what BF just said, uh, that's exactly how you do it. Do you know how many people were saying that on the internet? Seth Joyner was saying that. How do you go like that? Yak has 130 yards passing. Hey, Nick, Yak, you can, you can win a game throwing the ball for 130 yards. Last week, Carson Wentz threw the ball for 102 and won. You establish a running game, you're going to win. You don't have to throw the ball. LT says, I hate to be the prisoner of the moment, but we need to be honest about Jalen. He is really good and with weapons. He could be a 10, 11 win guy. But can he make all the throws with accuracy and zip? It's a great take. It's LT. It's a great take. Can I ask you this question now? Can I turn this around? Can I turn this around? Xander, put that back up one more time, please, from LT. Guys, I want you to see this again. Apply that to Dak Prescott. Apply that to Dak. Let me hear your answer. Apply that, what he just said, LT, to Dak Prescott. We're looking through the lens at Jalen here. Let's look through the lens of the league. No way, monkey mind. If everything is not set up perfectly for Dak, no way. Dak, really? You think Dak Prescott has looked good over the last three weeks? I think he's looked like garbage. No Amari, no running game? I don't see what you're seeing. Monkey Mind says Dak's a better passer? Over what last four games are you watching? I didn't see that. Big Chris says Dak's the best quarterback in the division. He is. But all those things still have to line up for him. Okay? I mean, all those things to running game has to uh, has to line up. O-line has to be healthy or he he struggles a little bit in the pocket with presence in the pocket there. JQuest quest is accurate. That was trash before they got Cooper. And if it wasn't for Zeke, correct, dude. Now you take Zeke and Cooper away, he looks like another dude. Ski, you take all those components, the same thing that we're talking about, Jalen? So, Jay- My point is this, guys. So Jalen has to have everything perfect around him. Don't you think Mac Jones has to have everything perfect around him? By the way, I'll tell you somebody else who does. Now that the Rams don't really have a running attack, it's rearing its head, isn't it? They don't have a running attack like he didn't in Detroit, and all of a sudden now teams are teeing off on his ass. Matthew Stafford. Penguin AZ says O-line and defense wins games. You know... And again, Penguin, that's what's frustrating here. They have it. They showed it. You held the Giants to only 70 yards rushing. And you ran the ball for 200 yards at 6'3 a clip. Jeez. Man, you can't give that up like that. By the way, I want to talk about a quarterback that I may be wrong on. The Eagles have the Jets next. I want to hit on this. Okay? I want to hit on this. One more thing also about Nick Sirianni and the play calling. I want to hit on that. Guys, do me a favor, please hit the like button. Thank you so much. You've been sensational. Okay? Think about those topics. Get back to them. You keep it here on the National Football Show. <laughs>
5: Messon Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia.
6: On the field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you.
8: Seven, go three. One, two, three. Because
6: Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
7: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
2: At Stateside Vodka, every new customer
4: gets the world's best rocks glass. Free.
3: You're telling me that bottle is cut in half?
4: You. Could say that.
1: Welcome back, National Football Show, Dan Silio. Xander, put up what LT put up there, too. He dropped something in the bucket there for us, so I want to make sure that we write about that. Hence, no NFC Championship games, but he was drafted to a great situation, a great passer, like what 11 was in 18 for us. That's right. Correct. He went to a great situation, had a really great offensive line, had a good running game, had everything going in the right direction, and plus they didn't have the book on him. But LT... Now that these coordinators have the book on Dak Prescott, they've coordinated against his weaknesses. And they show all the time when he's out there on the field. When he doesn't have all – here, here. I like to say this about certain quarterbacks in our league, that they can throw you out of trouble. Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, um – Russell Wilson, okay? Those are quarterbacks that can throw their teams out of trouble being down points. There's very few of those. LT says, anyone coming here will not get a great situation. Unproven coach, aging players, so build from quarterback out. Great show. Thank you, LT. You're really awesome to us here today. Thank you so much, sir. Um. You build from the inside out. That's how you build your football team. I usually say the center. You're saying the quarterback, he's in the middle of the football field. Absolutely. You build out. You don't build from perimeter in. Who cares if your wide out's in your perimeter? It's like telling me that you have a really great roof, but your foundation's weak. The house is going to fall. No matter how great that roof looks and that upper floor, if you don't have a great foundation, right, sturdy beams, Your house is going to cave in. That's what happens to most really good football teams. They start getting and falling in love with some of these perimeter people, and they forget the true essence of how to build a football team. Bobby says Frank Reich threw the ball 26 consecutive plays yesterday. Now, Bobby, are you going to compare Nick Sirianni to a guy who won you a Super Bowl? because he's considered one of the greatest play callers in the game today? You're saying Sirianni has a feel for the game like Frank? I would think you're crazy. That guy won you a Super Bowl with his knowledge and his play calling. Okay? Frank Wright versus Nick Sirianni. I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. And the Bucks have one of the best run defenses, too. Yeah, but, but BF, get this. That went against can, you, but you're right. Watch this. Malpractice. You know what he did though? He did something that the Bucks weren't anticipating. Todd Bowles would never have said Frank's gonna Frank's gonna throw the ball 26 consecutive times. That's not who Frank is. Frank's not afraid to come out of his M.O., though, is he? He's not afraid to show you something completely different. I'll tell you what, him and Josh McDaniel are really great play callers. They don't care what their identity is, yet they stay inside of a team concept at all times. All the things they practice, their playbook, quarterback is comfortable with it. BF says Frank is coaching a six and six team. Yeah. That started out 0 and three with the quarterback injured. Went through surgery. You remember that? They limped out of the gate 0 and three. You're right. And they're still in it. You're right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Oh, and, and with the Super Bowl ring. And with the Super Bowl ring. Dr. Price says we have a top O line. Any decent quarterback should be feasting. Dr. Pierce, feasting on numbers or feasting on wins? Who gives a shit about numbers? Okay. BF, so does Nick Foles. Oh, and by the way, Nick Foles is a backup. Oh, he's a substitute teacher. Excuse me. Alonzo says, unless you're throwing to Rager, (laughs) the guy, hey, guys, he should be getting all of your wrath. He should be. Hey, real quick before we move on here. Uh, Jim Harbaugh gets a victory on Saturday over Ohio State. And um, it's great for college football that they get that win. It's great. Okay? He needed that victory. Michigan needed that victory. Um, It was a well-conceived game plan. However, what won that game for them is defense and their ability to run the ball. Funny, isn't it? It really doesn't show you. The importance, I think, any the, any more than there in the college game. Harbaugh's known for throwing the ball around the yard. Got a team to a Super Bowl when he was in San Francisco. And what, what was the fundamental thing that won that game against the Buckeyes? You know what it was? Running the ball, stopping the run. That stuff has, hasn't changed in 200 years of football. Never will. That's right, Yak. Who cares about numbers? Look at this. Eagles outplayed the Giants in every single statistical category except turnovers and points. Every single stat, the Eagles won. Every stat except the two most important, turnovers and score. That's why Gary Cobb in the first hour, that's why he was – he, he was so disappointed. Chalk it up, Sports Philly, dead on, man. I don't care if Jalen Hurts throws for 43 yards. We run the ball for 300 yards. Why do you care? Why does it have to look good? Man, you ever been into a fight, you're both bleeding, but you come away with the victory? That's satisfying to me as well as it is me not getting hit. And sometimes it's more satisfying if I have to take it on the chin a little bit. It just shows you I can get up off the deck and win a fight. I like teams that can get up off the deck and go out there and say, I got knocked down. I'm going to go out here, and I'm still going to punch you in the fucking face. Frustrating game. Oh, my God. Made my back hurt. Honestly, made my back hurt for two days. I'm like, this, Jesus. <sighs> hey, um, Yak, yeah, ask the Cowboys that last year against Cleveland. They'll tell you. I think they went for 350 last year. <laughs> Hurts long balls or exposed. Ken, you think Tom Brady's a great deep passer? The deep pass is the most overrated pass in all of football. It's passing stats and passing yards are the most overrated thing in the game. Like I said, you run for 200 yards, you're supposed to never lose a game like that. I guarantee you this, that offensive line is pissed off today. I would think two units for the Eagles are really ticked off. Are you? Are you? Are, I I I would think that the Eagles' O line and D line are very aggravated today, having to answer questions about skilled guys and play calling. Yeah, I hate long throws too. They they rarely work, and they usually turn into big plays for the opposing team. Okay. Ken says Brady's more accurate, not really on deep throws. No, that was the big rub last year, Ken, on why he had to go to Bruce Arians and go to more checkdowns and passes into the slot. Brady's not a big, deep pass thrower. Now, when you have Leonard Fournette getting four touchdowns, oh, by the way, that's a great point on running the game and learning the game and managing the game. So wait a minute, Tom Brady looked over at playoff for net. Playoff for net goes for four touchdowns. Beats that Colts team who was playing great football and is still playing great football. And Brady turns over and looks over and goes, great, great win. Great. I saw the press conference. Brady's like, that was an absolutely spectacular win for all of us. Set an attitude. We could do a little better in the passing game but I'll take it. You go on the road, you win a game like that. That's what it's about, man. I don't care if it's three to two. Who cares how it looks? Give me the result, man. It was almost like the Eagles were concerned about the optics, that they couldn't throw the ball. Well, we know Tennessee can't throw the ball. That's – hey, by the way, is it not being exposed over these last few weeks here that Tennessee can't throw the ball with Ryan Tannehill? You gave that guy 30 million bucks. You gave that guy 30 million dollars. Twice the money you gave Derrick Henry. Twice the money. Twice the money you gave Derrick Henry. And you now see that Ryan Tannehill cannot win ball games for you. That's right, Matt Hatter. 30 million. BF says that the owner's too concerned with optics. That's terrible. Okay? Can't be concerned with optics. Okay? I thought you mean that, hey, Carlos, maybe a FedEx Freddy? Or is that too old? Is that that too old to take? FedEx Freddy? Probably. I don't think you guys probably even know who... FedEx Freddy is, so it's all right. The, the the younger folks probably don't know who FedEx Freddy Freddie is. Right? Brady's so great under pressure. He really is. Fred X. That's it, baby. Fred X. All right. We know Fred X. <laughs> I want to thank my hands. Okay, so some of you guys get it. I love that, man. You guys, good, 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 good. Oh, yeah, I've got a hit on this one. All right, guys, like the show. How about this, man? I'm going to show you exactly what my show is all about. I'm going to talk about one quarterback here. We come back out of the timeout. More on Eagles and the Giants meltdown in the Meadowlands. Meltdown in the Meadowlands. That's kind of what it was, right? Meltdown in the Meadowlands. Keep it right here on the National Football Show.
5: Nessun Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia.
6: On the field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you.
8: On three. One, two, three. Because
6: Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
7: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
2: At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free.
3: You're telling me that bottle is cut in half?
4: You could say that.
1: Welcome back. National Football Show, Dan Silio. You think everybody in the country was rooting against Alabama in the Iron Bowl on Saturday? They're going down. The beast is going down. It's over, Nick. Uh Uh-oh. Young kid leads them on a scoring drive. Then they go 90 to tie the game. Then they win it in OT, the Iron Bowl. (laughs) Folks, in that neck of the woods, and I say that with respect, that's a pretty big game. That's a pretty big game. Everybody's rooting against Nick. Won't die. I like that Alabama team. Fought their at it would have been so easy. How many national championships do you think those kids have in their jewelry box? 3? Some of those guys have been there 5 years. Right, probably 3. And they fought, and they fought, and they fought. By the way, Bryce Young was my All-American quarterback this year. He's going to get my Heisman Trophy vote. That was awesome. It was Joe Montana-like, 90-yard drive to get it into OT to win it. I don't know about you, man. You name me another guy that's been more impressive this year than that guy. don't give me that dude from Pitt or North Carolina or whomever. That dude Ryder from Cincinnati playing against Eastern Little Sisters of the Blind or Helen Keller University or whomever. The pressure being an Alabama quarterback, too, he's making a million bucks a year. Gives a lot of his money to his O-line and his football team. I love that kid then again, does it shock you? Look at these quarterbacks and their character that they have that are now going into the NFL. Mac Jones is going to be your offensive rookie of the year. It's plain and simple. By the way, he may get to an AFC championship game in his rookie season, something Brady didn't do. Um, Jalen Hurts is taking all the slings and arrows today by his own fan base. I sucked, okay? 16 starts. I don't think he's played bad. I think he had a bad game. But I also think Aaron Rodgers had a shitty game against the Saints. Happens to the great ones. Now you get to a tug of Viola. Get rid of him. I don't see the it factor. What was the other one? Not a really good studier. Didn't really understand the offense last year. What happened? Well, Brian Flores' defense got better in Miami. Running game got better. And over the last month, would you go like this if you're the Miami Dolphins and Chris Greer, the general manager? Tua's playing well. But see, folks, you want to have a tough decision to make a quarterback. You don't want to be a football t- – and by the way, they're 5-7. and seven. And there are people are saying that the Dolphins are still in the playoff hunt. Don't you go like this if you're Chris Greer, Deshaun Watson, or build a team around Tua. Here's my problem with Tua. It's become a point where it's not so much the ability any longer, it's the availability. That's my problem with Tua Viola. He's just so banged up all the time ankle here, knee here, right? Ribs, whatever, thumb. It's just seemingly, there's there's always something that stops the progression of development with him, and it slows it. I think he should be further along, and now he's catching up again. But you know the one thing I'll say about Hurts and also with, with what we're seeing with Tua? They're winners. Mac Jones is a winner. Bryce Young, when he gets to the NFL, he's going to be a winner. You know, when I keep telling people about quarterbacks that come out of certain places like Ohio State versus Alabama, I'm comfortable drafting a quarterback from Alabama now. I'm not comfortable drafting a quarterback from Ohio State. They've never had one. They've never had a quarterback in the 137 years that they've been playing football. The Ohio State Buckeyes have never produced a quarterback that was worth the shit. That's why when they keep telling me about Justin Fields, I go like this. He's going to change it. That kid's going to change the entire dynamic of that position at that program. No way. I i didn't see it when he was struggling last year against Indiana, and I didn't see it when he was struggling in the playoff game. That's right, Hatter. I'm not going to go to Southern Cal to get quarterbacks. Who's your best quarterback in the history of that program? Carson Palmer? Really? Matt Castle actually did more than Matt Leiner did. Matt Castle actually won a division title in Kansas City and won 11-5 in in, uh, New England. And he never started it down at USC. How about that stat for you? Look at what Lou D says here. New England's going to at least play for the AFC Championship. If that's the case, brother, Lou, Brian, Bill Belichick is your NFL Coach of the Year. He's your NFL Coach of the Year. Okay. Carlos says Sanders, a a bus can't stay on the field. Hey, man. Don't look at one game 60 minutes. It's easy to do that. Don't be a prisoner of the moment here, man. Look at over the last month how they played. The Philadelphia Eagles over the last month still get a B grade. Guys, you're looking at it wrong, man. I'm trying to help you here. That's not how evaluators and the NFL – And the Philadelphia Eagle front office is looking at this. Was this a shit game? Absolutely. Is this part of the evaluation? No question. There's no tape that's not evaluated at the end of the year. But you take like I started the show out with, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Let me recap here. The good, the defense was spectacular. I gave you the stats. Played their ass off. The old line ran the ball like a bitch again. 206 on the ground, 33 carries, 6'3 as an average. That's the good. The bad, the passing game. But the, the situational play calling also played a factor here. The tight end gets one catch, no yards. I mean, how many times was Devontae Smith targeted? And then you target the guy who's the worst guy in the group with the worst hands in a divisional game that you need. That's coaching. Sorry, guys. That is coaching. And the ugly. Jalen Rager, no question, the ugly. Ugly part of that. Not fighting for the football the head coach situationally putting him in plays that he was going to be the main target? Why? I would rather throw to a running back. How do you, how do you get beat? Surrendering 13 points under 275 yards in total offense and 70 yards rushing. How do you get beat, Man. Today's killed my back. It's killed my back because I, it, 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 those are frustrating moments, to say the least. God, you had to have that game. Even more so because I do think the Cowboys are going to lose on Thursday night. If the Cowboys would be like seven and five? Holy cow. You guys would have been six and seven, two games out. And you would have had a shot at them if they drop one more, then you would have been seven and six. You would have been no. You'd have been back to five hundred. Then you could have had a chance of going to seven and six, and you could have potentially been a game out, with that game at the link at the end of the year mattering. Man, it's so troubling when you see stuff like that, right? Then you're seeing you're 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 you're, you're watching, and here. I know we all want to sit here and put a microscope on our guy, Jalen Hurts. How would you like to be in Cleveland right now? (laughs) Having to deal with that Baker Mayfield story. It's so unraveling in front of our eyes right now. He's unraveling. Jalen is not unraveling. Okay? And I don't think Jalen would ever unravel. Okay? Brown's lost, dog. They're now 6-6. Six six. Ravens beat them, even with Lamar playing shitty. Okay? Just saying, man. You've got to I, I, – I don't mind where the Eagles are in, but, again, here, guys, I'm going to put that more on the coaching staff. That was just not well designed. And I'm going to put that more on the offensive coaching staff. Because the defensive coaching staff, in my opinion, they showed up. Oh, big Chris, man. Can you imagine you're sitting at 6-6 and and the Cowboys end up dropping that game and they turn into whatever their record would be, 8-5 and or think or something like that, and you're just two games back, and you know the Cowboys are going to flip up another one, and then you get a chance to um, maybe take the division in the final game of the year at Lincoln Financial. Man. Could it still roll that way? I think Dallas is more now in control of the division. But, dudes, God, that is so – hey, by the way, what a great weekend, huh, for football? This is the best weekend I can remember because it told us a lot. The college rivalries were great. They were just great. But that Iron Bowl was – how about a Coach O getting a win out the door? That was pretty impressive, right? Coach O getting the win. All right, guys. Hey, listen, another great day with you folks. I can't tell you how I appreciate it. We're working on Brian Baldinger for tomorrow and also Mike Gulick for the next couple of days. So hopefully we're going to get one of those guys with us here. But do me a favor, guys, please. Hit the like button. We so appreciate it. Gary Cobb was spectacular in the first hour. Like it and share it. Maybe watch it a little bit later on if you missed it. We really Thank you so much till tomorrow, four to six
0: Eastern time.
1: We'll see you on the flip side.
0: Save big on your Memorial day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for three 49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, body armor, super drink or Arizona tea for 77 cents each all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger fresh for everyone.